Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment Cooperative Extension Service. Kentucky Smiles offers listeners information on maintaining oral health, advancements in dental treatments, research, and more. Hello, and welcome to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. I am pleased to welcome Dr. Isabel Moreno-Hay to our show today. Dr. Moreno-Hay is the Division Chief and Director of the Oral Facial Pain Clinic here at UK. So welcome, Dr. Moreno-Hay. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about a topic today that I probably can guess that most of our listeners would not have assumed would be related to oral facial pain, but we're going to talk about sleep disorders. Let's just jump right in with both feet and talk to me about how sleep disorders are related to the oral facial pain clinic that you are director of. Yeah, thank you so much for that question, because actually, you know, just orofacial pain doesn't sound like one of those things that we would be managing uh, sleep disorders, right? At first, I completely agree with that. But the reality is that uh, usually pain and sleep are very much interconnected. So when we have patients that come with pain complaints, one of the essential parts of our evaluation is to screen for sleep disorders. And that can include typically insomnia, it can include um sleep disorders in general, but one of the ones we also look for is obstructive sleep apnea. And actually, my clinic is dedicated 50% of the time to the management of complex or facial pain patients, but the other 50% of the time I'm dedicating exclusively to what we call dental sleep medicine, which basically is how the what dentists can do for patients that suffer from sleep disorders. Now, obviously, we have a patient that have a sleep disorder, what we or we suspect that might have a sleep disorder, what we should be doing is referring them to a sleep physician. And it's the role of the sleep physician, uh, the ones who will look into the diagnosis of that sleep disorder. So let's say we suspect that our patient might suffer from obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, what we will do as dentists is our responsibility is to refer that patient to the sleep physician, have them checked. And if it's confirmed that they have that specific diagnosis, then we can help as well in the management. We can be, uh, we play an important role as part of the team that can manage those, that type of, of sleep-related disorder. And that's one of the things, um, as I mentioned before we started recording, I am one of those persons who has a sleep disorder, and I never thought to talk to my dentist about, you know, this issue. Um, And so I think that that's something that we can certainly educate our listeners on, that if they are having issues, they need to talk to their dentist just as well as they need to talk to their physician about it. Absolutely correct. I think it's very important. And and the reason why dentists play a very important role is because we play an important role in two things. The the first thing that we can help with is we can help with the screening. Uh, Since we are already working always on the oral cavity, the same way that when we do an exam on the teeth, an exam on the gums, the mucosas, we can also look already into the pharyngeal tissues, into the throat. So we can have an idea if there's any uh, a predisposition for obstruction. But then we can also uh, provide some screening tools to our patients, something as simple as a, a, a simple questionnaire. And there's one that 
can be easily accessed in the internet is called Epworth Sleepiness Scale, ESS. Uh, mm -hmm. And something that just takes a few minutes to complete can also give us an idea of if we, we are at high risk for obstructive sleep apnea. So if you suspect that you might be, it's and you have the opportunity to maybe see your dentist, it's worth exploring that with the dentist. Now, as I mentioned before, the dentist will not make the diagnosis. Then right. they will probably provide you a referral and a recommendation to maybe you should go and have it checked or, you know, and, and, and guide you on the right direction. But then the reason why as dentists we are involved in it is also because we can help manage this condition. So traditionally, uh, patients that suffer from sleep apnea, meaning that they stop breathing in the middle of the night, have been treated usually with CPAP. So mm -hmm. uh, that would be a machine that can cover either the nose or the mouth or both and pushes air through the nose and through the mouth uh, in order to keep the airway open. Uh, so that airway doesn't start, doesn't block through the night. Now, there is in the last probably 20 years, there's been a recognition that we can also use oral appliances instead of the CPAP. So the oral appliance would be very similar to a mouth guard, like, you know, what we use when we are playing sports, but it will be right. double on the upper and lower jaw, and it will help guide the jaw forward. So we keep the airway open. We kind of bring the tongue forward and we create space between the back of the tongue and the back of the throat, which is, which is the area that typically collapses when we are having an apnea event, we stop breathing through the night. Uh, and dentists can help with that. And the evidence that has come throughout these years of using this type of appliances have shown that in cases mild to moderate, meaning that they don't have more than 50 events per hour, that they're not too severe, they work as good as a CPAP. Now, okay. if we have a very severe case, then the oral appliance can work very well for those patients that cannot tolerate their CPAP. Because unfortunately, the CPAP works well, but you have to be able to wear it. And, and, and some patients, first of all, cannot wear it at all because it's right. very uncomfortable. Or even if they wear it, they might not wear it all night. So if you don't wear it all night, you kind of lose a little bit the efficacy of it. And an oral appliance can be a good alternative in patients that cannot tolerate a CPAP when they are very severe. So uh, because of that, dentists are receiving more and more training and it's becoming more and more common in dental office to be able to offer these treatments to our patients. Think that this is all fascinating, and I love love that you are talking to me about this because I'm learning something new um, every day. And that's one of the things that we love about this podcast because it does give us the opportunity to learn something new. So we certainly hope that our listeners are learning new things as well. Dr. Moreno, hey, before we finish up, are there any last words that we need to share about the um, oral facial pain clinic or the sleep disorder portion of the oral facial pain clinic? No, I, I think we have covered it uh, very nicely. Uh, maybe just give uh, our our audience just a little hint of, you know, that we are located here in the Kentucky Clinic uh, on campus. We are, um, you know, a multidisciplinary clinic. So when our patients come to our clinic, they're going to be evaluated by different providers. We are not only dentists, uh, which is, uh, uh, you know, our uh, our training program uh, designed for, but we also have psychologists on board that uh, help us a lot in the screening of, of these patients. We also have 
physical therapists on board. So it's a multidisciplinary clinic in which we try to provide uh, this multidisciplinary approach uh, to patients that are suffering with either orofacial pain or sleep disorders. Uh, I think that's wonderful. In our show notes, we will make sure to provide links to your website and Facebook page and everything so that people will be able to access your information and get to you in all the ways that they possibly can uh, if they need more information. Dr. Marina, hi, thanks for taking the time to share with us today. I, I know that this is important information and the more people that will learn about it, the better that we will all be. Thank you so much for, for taking your time to talk to me. Thank you. And to our listeners, I hope that you will join us again. Kentucky Smiles is available monthly on the Talking Facts podcast, which you can find on all major podcast providers. Thank you for listening to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. Our goal is to provide you with knowledge to support your oral health needs. If you have suggestions for future topics, please message us on the UK College of Dentistry Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UKY Dentistry or visit our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu forward slash dentistry for more information.